Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Gesso Girls. Today, Erin and I are gonna be talking all about the platform Patreon. I get a lot of questions about Patreon. I specifically get questions on if Patreon is something that they should do, if I think it's worth their time. And this is a complicated question because I mm. think Patreon is a really, really amazing tool and it is a space that you actually can get paid for your creativity. However, I think there are some important things to understand about Patreon so that you you know you know if it's worth your time or not depending on your work. So in this episode I think we're going to actually uh, start from just like telling you the story of how Patreon came to be which I heard on the how I built this podcast. Um, just so you guys get an idea of that um, and see kind of what need that they were trying to fill um, and then go from there and kind of what Patreon has morphed into but Erin, do you have any like thoughts or ideas about Patreon just to start off with? Or I'm eager to learn and hear more about it because uh, I've kind of been with Julia through her journey and yeah. starting it and using it. Um, so I've you know heard bits and pieces, and I know a couple other people that also utilize it, the platform. Um, something that I have read about Patreon is just a great community, great yeah. way to connect with your audience in a different way. Yeah. So uh, Julia, if you want to kind of yeah Let's tell us I'll a little bit about guys... how did patreon even start <laughs> it's like the i'll give you the cliff notes version because i'm even i'm bad because i'm spacing out on the names actually of the founders right now but it doesn't really matter because this is just like a general overview but basically the founder of patreon was a musician and he um had kind of hit it big on youtube had a couple songs that he had done covers of that um specifically i think single ladies was a song he did a cover of that got like millions and millions of views, which was awesome. And he realized how difficult it was to kind of have a repeat of that and how unreliable of an income source YouTube could be because you are just really depending on if, you know, the algorithm works out for you. And I think even this was, I want to say like close to 13 years ago that this happened or maybe not 13, but like it was in the early 2000s that this, that this was his experience of YouTube, which I think YouTube was maybe it was easier to grow at that time. And now it's even more complicated with like the algorithm and everything. So he was starting to realize that um, YouTube was kind of confining him. It also, he was really dependent on what was trending, what was popular um, to, in order to make money off of his stuff. And he couldn't do as much original work and have, um, his, have it pay him as much. So having that need and wanting to have um, his have a different source of income that was more reliable he started to think about you know would his fans pay for content and he was skeptical of this but he had another friend who was a musician who did a kickstarter who raised like in a day like i don't know like i think fifteen thousand dollars in a day for her new album because she didn't oh, have wow. she didn't have like a label but she had um but she had a lot of uh followers Traction. and like yeah. devoted people who loved her work who just would like give her money just to like create an album even though she didn't have any um you know anyone backing her for it back in the day was i don't know if anyone is i'm sure some of you are familiar with so far sound um which was a community music space where it's definitely changed since the time that I went. But when I went, um, just a, you know, a friendly citizen would host uh, the music at their home. So you'd go to a random apartment uh, and musicians would come and play. It would be a specific musician, they'd promote it, etc. 
the, the cost was free. However, at the end, they would send a hat around. So there was no actually like admission, but they'd send a hat around and it's basically like to support and keep these things moving and going. Um, they asked for a small donation, which in a way kind of reminds me of like this digital platform of that. It's like a physical it's, version of this yeah, platform. Yeah, yeah, it was an experience, which I loved it because it was just passionate people about music and art all coming together, wanting to like, yes, it was a, a concert and it was a, an event. It was like a private showing an event, but it was more of me showing that I support the art, the music, right. and the indie bands, and you know we want them to make it and whatever it may be. That of course, like a small donation for it was BYOB. It was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And so yeah, this is kind of like a that was definitely the vibe of this starting out. It was it was um, mainly for for him. He kind of built this platform. Yeah. For him, he had a friend who um, was was in uh, had done a lot of different startup work. Who was uh, I think they both went to to Stanford together. I think um, and he uh, was really experienced with coding. Was able to he gave him the idea for the platform, and then his friend kind of like created it for him oh, and was his co like partner for it. And um, it definitely didn't like take off overnight with this platform. Yeah. So he launched it and um, knew he was going to get like a lot of his devoted fans who were going to sign on and then also started to spread it within the music community to other people and it was funny because at first like the musicians were super skeptical of it and because they just it was something they didn't know and they didn't know or trust that people were actually going to like pay them you know monthly to have content and so I think that's what partly what took it a took a little longer for it to gain traction um, of course then they started to get it started to get kind of complex because then there started to be content on Patreon people were paying for that sort of started to border on like OnlyFans type deals. Mm -hmm. And they had to really do a lot of work to monitor like what kind of content they wanted to have on their platform. Um, so that definitely changed mm -hmm. and kind of kicked out some of that. That was funny enough, one of their, some of their bigger people. But anyway, that's all to say that this is definitely a platform that's more geared towards like artists and that kind of creativity. Mm -hmm. Um, and also there are definitely a lot of people on there who are like podcasts, like, you know, podcasts and also other like video, video people. So any kind of creator is kind of welcome on this platform. Um, but one of the biggest things that I took away from the conversation that they had on how I built this and also just in my own experience with using Patreon is that Patreon is not a place to build an audience, it's a place to take your audience. So you're mm -hmm. not gonna like gain subscribers or patrons like on the platform. Like people are not gonna find you on the platform. And I think that um, that's sort of the misnomer that a lot of people have. Like they create a Patreon and they just let it sit there and they don't do anything to like, promote it. And um, that's just not going to be oh, successful. Yeah, no. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, the only way you can find it is if you push it out there to your audience to build mm -hmm. that new connection. It's, I mean, you're bringing them along for the ride. You're getting your audience to feel more a part of your journey because mm -hmm. now they're helping fuel it yeah maybe it's monetary but hey i mean supplies cost money mm -hmm. and even just and it's not necessarily what people i want people to understand like it's not hey pay a, a fee or a, whatever a membership uh, each month and i'm gonna get free art creative stuff yeah no it's you can use these the fundings to you know could pursue your dreams keep painting but 
you know, not every piece you're selling. So you need to work through things, work through ideas. You have to sketch stuff out. That costs money. And that's not always what's being put into the, at least when I think of like when I price out, oh, I'm going to price this piece at X amount of money. I'm not like, oh, well, you know, I actually did three sketches before and I used that paper and tracing this and whatever. And then I broke a pencil, you know, it's just, it. there's little hidden cost in anything and in, in art, I think that tends to get overlooked. So it's just kind of a helpful tool. And I think it's a great way of supporting the arts through this platform. I also, I really like what you said about like, you have to do a couple sketches beforehand. Actually, I've, I know a lot of people who specifically post that kind of content on Patreon mm-hmm. so that their patrons get to see the stuff that you wouldn't really otherwise post on um, like Instagram, you know, the stuff that isn't totally finished yet, the stuff that um, is a little bit rough around the edges because these are the people who are your super fans. They're willing to pay you like $3 a month or whatever it is. They want to see it. And they want to see that stuff. And I think um, giving them those behind the scenes sort of content, it, it's awesome. It is, however, I will say another thing to do, right? Like it's another yeah. it's another beast to feed. Another tool. Yeah. yeah. And it can definitely be exhausting. I think I definitely, when I first got on Patreon, was taking an approach of like, more doing more stuff than I already was and like okay I have to to create different kinds of content and I've now realized that instead of doing instead of doing that I have kind of worked it into what I already do so um now I on my patreon will um post content that I'm going to post on Instagram but post it there first so that my patrons get to see it first they get to comment on it first they get first dibs on these paintings if they yeah. want it. I also will occasionally give them like promo codes for discounts um, on on things. I have a new collection that is in the works. It's a floral series that's gonna be coming out. Um, I still am really reluctant to give like a hard date, but let's just say sometime in May. Um, okay. And they're gonna- <laughs> April showers, bring May flowers. flowers. Exactly, that was kind of what, what was gonna be the, that was gonna be the, the campaign. Um, so they'll be coming out in May and I'm going to have all my, pa- my patrons are seeing it as I create them though. Like, so they get to be a part of this like creation process that I'm not sharing on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Once again, this is just how I am approaching Patreon. Yeah. Um, there are plenty of other creators who create very specific content just for Patreon. Um, there's like, for example, one of my favorite podcasts, Crime Junkies. Um, they do like, new episode like they have actual extra episodes that they get to hear on there yeah so that's really neat yeah um so because i'm not on the um platform but i was reading a little bit about it and just you know i want to you know the elephant in the room with all services there is a fee so i was curious to learn a little bit about for someone like you are you someone who's utilizing the light? Basically, when I go on their site, they recommend that I go with the pro. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they always There's do. a premium, yeah, <laughs> premium pro and light. All are, I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily a fee, but it's a percentage of whatever mm-hmm. amount that you are collecting per month. Yeah, it um, just comes out of that, um, that collection. Does it yeah. end up, I mean, not be like, it reminds me of Etsy, but Etsy did that too, which, you know, it gets, makes things Trickier, trickier for us artists because you're you have to calculate okay so great i'm getting x amount a month but they're taking five percent right um, honestly i have i can't remember what level i am i know that i'm at a level where i have i use vimeo or like maybe 
I think I'm still like at the lower tier, but I also added in Vimeo as, as something because I wanted to be able to post Video. videos. So, um, I mean, you get a lot of cool like mm-hmm. member tier when you're when you do upgrade, there's items that come with it. You can go to creator led workshops, you get special promos, analytics, insights. So it's, it's worth it for some people. Right. I think um, if you're a certain level of engaged, I'm not there yet. Yeah. So I'm definitely, I think I'm at a lower percentage, but I, I did, I do have like 5%. So it's 5%, 8% and 12%. Ooh. Um, yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> that's so, the premium. Yeah. I think I'm probably, I'm either at the 5% or the 8%. And honestly, like because it's, I mean, this is how they get you, right? Like, because it's yeah. it's something that, like, doesn't come, that 8% doesn't come out of, like, my wallet. It just comes out of the, like, money I'm making, bank, yeah. right? So it comes out of that that little bank there. Um, doesn't, like, hurt as much, you know, which I know it's, like, that's, that's a psychology. Um, it's, not, it's not that bad, though, honestly. No. Like, it really you isn't. It being a big I don't chunk. notice it being a big chunk. I mean, maybe it's bigger I mean, than I yeah. think. But I mean, um, all these platforms have some. I mean, they got to run their business, too. Right. I even think of when I did um, eBright, when I was hosting my nonprofit event, there was a charge with every credit card. Um, so with that, you could opt for, you could give people the option for them to cover that fee or take it in yourself. I think we ended up just building it into the cost of the ticket or admission opposed to being like no surprise fees. <laughs> and so I didn't want anyone to have that moral dilemma of like, should I cover it or should I not cover it? Like if I yeah. don't cover it, does that make me a bad person? person yeah. Cause I've been there. <laughs> Cause yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'll cover the, the $3. <laughs> right. Right. And it feels um, silly. It's like, it's, it feels silly. So. I know. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, um, I guess that's, that's an interesting thing to think about though. If you do want to like charge when you do charge people for your, tiers if you do tack on another five percent so that you know to to so the cost you, of your um to be a member i don't know yeah so to understand a little bit more um just i'm more familiar with like uh crowdfunding so kickstarter mm-hmm. for example and yeah. it's if you donate this amount of money you get a gift if it's it's like ranges yeah. um for when the business starts, it, those that do $25 or more get a t-shirt. Those that, obviously it's a little bit more of like a materialistic thing or something that's, um, they can hold and, you know, it part of their business later mm-hmm. on. Um, they get first access to whatever's being developed or right. made. When you're launching and creating your, is it a username or your Patreon? Is it just called like your Patreon? Your Patreon. Yeah, your Patreon. Your Patreon. Um, you do you personally set up these tiers so mm-hmm. or is it a lock set that they're like okay no, you here set it up because okay you choose. how you can many choose tiers can you go i think you do as many as you want i mean actually okay. I, i've never I, I think there's maybe there's a limit i don't know but um <laughs> no, i have not met that limit i think i have like five different tiers because okay. um my goal eventually i mean i probably just shouldn't have those tiers but um my goal eventually is to like have one of those tiers be more of like a personalized like if someone wants to like meet with me monthly and talk to me about art stuff and it's just mm-hmm. like a $60 a month tier um I have I that on there and then I also have like one that's going to eventually be more like kind of like the arts accountability group but like a collective type thing which is like $10 a month mm-hmm. um so I've like built that in. So yeah, I, I defined these tiers. I decide I even have a $1 tier, which is just for mm-hmm. people to get, like, if they want to see my new collection coming up, like 
they get they, have, can, do they can pay a dollar um and that's but that's all they get like they just get to see like the creation process they don't necessarily get like first dibs the three dollars gets first dibs can somebody do a one-time yeah they can or is it only a monthly thing you're locked in can someone do an upfront annual i think so like a membership okay i think you can i think so i've never been on the other end of like the i don't i don't have any artists that i support on patreon which i feel kind of feel bad about it probably should (laughs) um but like so i've never been on the paying end of patreon just like getting paid um so i but i do like when i see who is paying me on patreon i i can see like lifetime there could be there can also be a like lifetime um what's it what's it called um oh my gosh pledge like a light so they like they pledge they're gonna give me thirty dollars and then it like stops at thirty dollars like they're they're saying they're gonna give me thirty dollars over the next Mm -hmm. six months whatever and then that's that's their pledge they're done i I, that's how i believe i understand it and then there's um yeah you can do one-time donations you can also scale down your tier or upgrade your tier at any time so yeah did you have you found a tier that is your most popular like when obviously everyone's audience is going to be different but did you kind of you know you have to figure it test the waters and figure out what sticks like can you change a tier on someone with their yeah i have to re-opt in i i don't i don't think i've changed like the dollar amount of any tiers Mm -hmm. um i've added other tiers but never changed like a dollar amount to a tier but i've changed like what they get or added things Mm -hmm. to what they get per tier um you do so i i so i do I would say in terms of the average tier, I had a lot of like family sign up that mm-hmm. just was like, here, I'll give you $10 a month. So like, yeah. which honestly, I don't even think they care because <laughs> they're like family. I don't even think they care if I ever posted a like, single thing. No. <laughs> Literally, yeah, just Venmo me. I don't think they even like necessarily care if they, if I posted anything. So I have had a family member who was like doing the $60 a month no. one and like, she definitely doesn't care, you know, if I like post anything in there or doesn't, she doesn't want to have a one-on-one. Maybe she wants to talk to me once a month, but like, I don't know. She just, she just did to be supportive, you know. Oh, they support, yeah. So like, I, I think when you first start out, it's going to mostly be family and um, friends who are doing it. But I would say uh, outside of family, probably the most popular one is just like the $3 tier, which is just like, kind of like the basic one. feels better than one but it's not it's breaking not, the bank for yeah, somebody exactly yeah um other than that like people do the five dollar tier as well so um yeah i probably should like so, even do fewer tiers than what i have i just i kind of want to give people options you know i'm looking at yours right now oh you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was curious i was well like to see like what goes to it and honestly my biggest question for you is man this seems like a lot of work like even yeah. just seeing kind of like what your your like tutorials each month, monthly tutorials. That's just starting. Which... That I have not done that. This okay. is starting this month because I actually have a tutorial that I have to film. So I just added that in. <laughs> so they're gonna get access to it. Um, but I haven't yeah, had that I mean, in the that's... past. So I'm already it's good deal. Everyone, take a look. It's five bucks. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sixty dollars for a full year. Yeah. Um, of tutorials. I think that's great. But that's what I, I guess that's kind of what I want to know from you. Like for those, like for me, I don't know if this is some, because I have, a, I sometimes work in 50, 60 hours at a desk job mm-hmm. that 
I don't know if I would have the time to give to something like this. In or- and it's something like you're committed. Like mm-hmm. people are funding, giving you money. So you need to yeah. keep up with those. D- yeah. So I guess my question would be like, when, what, how, who would you say is the energy worth, like the time and energy that you have to put into this for you, mm-hmm. I'm assuming it is worth it for you. Um, but what would you say kind of like the pros and cons to Patreon? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I know you like it because you are part of the community and on the platform, yeah. but for someone like me who's looks at this and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I could keep up with it that. It looks like a lot more work. <laughs> I swear to God, it looks like a lot more work than it actually is because a lot of this is just stuff that I've already done that I just okay, like do. post okay. on there that like I, okay. once again, they get first access to the tutorial thing. Like I, once again, I'm really guilty of this because I really didn't do the tutorial thing off the bat because um, like mostly with like my family that joined and they like don't care but now I actually have other artists that are subscribed so like I'm actually starting to do the tutorial thing and I'm doing one already this month because I I got um commissioned to do one for from a charity so I'm gonna start posting that and I really do actually want to try to break into that space of like teaching a little bit more so it'll be like pretty easy stuff and um yeah so Honestly, the the tutorial thing will probably be the most labor intensive. I am going to be doing like, for example, on another thing, I I am going to be doing two extra episodes of Gesso Girls on my Patreon. That's just going to be like shorter things that are going to be like very specific. So like, yeah, like very specific. Like, here's what I use for my varnish. Like, you know, like, here's what I use to varnish stuff. 30 second clip, no. Yeah, like, here's what I use to varnish. Here are, like, the best brushes I use. Like, like, really specific tips to painters that, Mm -hmm. like, monthly, I feel like are going to be valuable to people, but they're not going to be, like, super labor intensive. But anyway, back to your question. I think it's, I think it's worth it if you have to decide, okay, realistically, how many people do you think are going to sign up? And I don't know what your following is. I don't know how dedicated they are. And if you think you have a dedicated following that's actually would sign up and pay, then I think you should, you should do it. And if you don't yet, I think maybe just like dabbling with it and doing like the thing that I did where, where it's like, you basically post things there before you post them on Instagram and people can pay $3 for that. And as you grow um, and you get more of a dedicated following, like adding tiers as you go might be a good idea um, rather than all at once kind of like, and I definitely did an all at once diving in, which yeah. I don't know if I recommend. Um, <laughs> Cause you can always add, I mean, you can always add, add tiers. something. This is the marketer in me. Um, this is how I think of some of these things. We used to promote, you know, health and stuff like that and like how much it costs to do. So we did an ad once and it was to get a mammogram and we were saying it takes 15 minutes to get a cup of coffee, 15 minutes to get a mammogram. Like you're stop making excuses. So I kind of like look at this and I'm like, oh, well, if someone's saying $3 a month, like that's a, like a small cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. A month. Like if you're, if you, if you're that person that buys a cup of coffee every day at Starbucks, um, maybe skip yeah, give, exactly. So it's like $3 for a cup of coffee. I don't know, Julie, if you've ever posted something like that. I feel like we have this I did. I did post that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did post um, that. Yeah. But it's just like thinking of like, that's when I saw like the dollar one. I was like, it's like the 99 cents menu. Um, so it was like, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's not a lot. And it, you, when you go through a drive through and see 99 cents, you're like, of course, throw another yeah, thing right. on. So it's kind of, I wish these could be like on... Come on, Blix and Michaels and all of them. I wish they could almost 
like pick an artist of the month yeah, and like, like promote it. change and them. he's yeah. like a, and, oh that'd actually be really awesome if they had oh my gosh i actually love that if at like they <laughs> had like a shelf and it was all these like qr codes artists. to artists and you could like go and like support for like a 99 yeah. cents like a one-time thing Even or like an artist of the yeah. month feature god blick should do that they like here like do you want to donate do you want it like you remember like I you heard it you, here first. You know when you check out at grocery stores and it's like the do you want to donate go. to whatever mm-hmm. like the, your change? God, they should do that yeah. for artists. That'd be amazing. I know that's why I was like, but I mean it makes sense to be at an art stu- like place because I think it's also a lot of artists that are you know supporting artists and there are some artists that might you know it's a side hustle and they have other funds that can help pursue other people's dream like maybe it's not for them but like I know someone who oh she'd be all over this like she's a full like she's retired but paints and has makes amazing has made an amazing career out of it from what was originally just like for fun Mm -hmm. um but they're retired like they're very comfortable and she would love to support any artist like that if she was ever at like an art store and it's like oh upcoming artists or artists to watch or just you know they'd have to do some sort of like um, making sure that everyone's legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it'd be such a cool like partnership. Maybe we'll just tag Blix, and they can consider doing something like that. Yeah, and then we'll start one for Jesso Girls. So no. <laughs> yeah, we should we should start promoting people from Patreon because I think it's it's honestly yeah. like a really really awesome tool, and I think at its best, like it it really is just a really great way to create like a steady like some sort of steadiness in your income stream because mm-hmm. I have to say like every month I always like forget that it's coming and then I, I see like the extra money in my bank account and it, like, I'm like oh that's nice you know like it, it's just like yeah. it's not enough to like it's not like paying my, all my live off of yeah I'm not living off of Patreon at this point I know people <laughs> are like there are people who definitely are making like a ton on Patreon um oh. that's not me yet but um goals will get there it's like <laughs> social media but almost this is better i would say yeah i think it can be like worth your one time for one. i think yeah. social media i actually think that's actually kind of funny it's like patreon is like actually paying me you know right instagram yeah, that's I mean, like, isn't actually paying miss, me yeah. but i do get business through instagram so it's like you just kind of you yeah. can't really look at the two as the same like you kind of have to separate it in your brain and be like this is just my exclusive super fans and they get exclusive content um Mm -hmm. and so i think back to your question of like who would be a good person to be on patreon is i think if it's if you're somebody who has a little extra time is willing to put in a little extra effort um and promote yourself in that way and get and you know you have some people in your life whether it be like just friends or family to start who would love to support you monetarily on a monthly basis i think you should start a patreon um i think really do low commitment stuff don't overcommit Mm -hmm. to it right away and then um, next, I would say if you are somebody who isn't necessarily starting something like Aaron, you mentioned like you're like, oh, should I do this? Because I have like a clothing brand starting and I'm and I was like, I don't know. I mean, maybe like once you're up and running, but like as a Kickstarter to get going, I think would be like a better approach to yeah, that. If you absolutely. have some sort of like product you're launching, I think a Kickstarter or something like that for a launch is a better approach but i think and i think a patreon if you're someone who's just like a creator is yeah um, uh, is better even though you are making something and creating so that's why i just wanted to differentiate the two versus 
Because, like, you sell art. You sell clothing. I am creating a product, but it's, like... Yeah, but it's solo. So, or for the most part, tends to be solo. Whereas if a clothing company or a whatever company starts, then it's more than one person, multiple people. Maybe that's where you do more of a Kickstarter style. Patreon, to me, seems like... I don't know if this is the right words, but it's, like, a lifestyle more than a crowdfunding you're You're not not, crowdfunding you're supporting this person just because you love what they do you're not supporting a particular project they're doing you're not like you're not like doing yeah exactly it's you're not like um oh wow i'm really excited to use the example of what he he saw his friend doing he wasn't trying to just get money for an album he wanted ongoing money just for people to support his content rather than worrying about an algorithm paying him so and limiting his ability to create original stuff so that was (laughs) that was essentially like what what it came it sprouted from but um i meant to say this I meant to say this earlier when you were saying the cup of coffee thing, but I actually need to investigate this. There is an artist I follow who in his profile, it just says, I guess his website is called like Buy Me Coffee or something. Uh Maybe you've heard of it. Kirk had heard of it. And I was like, I've never heard of this. And like, you could just send people, like if you like what they're doing, you can just send them money for coffee. And I was like, I kind of want to start that because like, I I honestly feel like that's like a different, it's like a different form of Patreon, right? Because it's just like kind of have it. it. It's just like oh, a, like on Patreon. No, it's not on Patreon. It's just it's a it's another separate website. I, I think it's called Buy Me Coffee, and like you, you just send that. people like a dollar if you want to send them coffee. coffee. And this artist has it in his profile, and I think people just like send him money because they're like, coffee. I like what you're doing. I can't buy your art. I can't afford it. But here's two dollars. <laughs> That's great. And so like I think oh, I don't know how much he makes. From for, I don't think you have to spend it on coffee, right? But, like, it's the idea of it. Right. Like, I'm sending yeah. you $2 to buy a coffee while you paint right now. And yeah, because you can send, like, gift cards via phone. So you could send, like, a $3. Well, you're going to have to do 5 if you're sending someone to Starbucks. I don't but, think it actually, know. like, applies to any particular coffee right. company. It's just money, but it's, like, it, that's what called say, yeah. Buy Me Coffee. Anyway, I thought it was great. I honestly think I'm going to get one because I kind of – it's, like, a different form of the same thing, right? It's, like – you're sending me money because you like what I'm doing, but it, mentally you're just sending me coffee. <laughs> are you looking it up right now? Or are you? Yeah, so it's interesting. It's a supporter is worth a thousand followers. Buy Me Coffee is a simple, meaningful way to fund your creative work without stitching together a bunch of apps like Patreon, MailChimp, and Donate Button. You can accept support memberships and direct relationships from your fans. Your fans are going to love it. So interesting. And it seems like it's just basically... Just send There's my link. Money. Send me money. Yeah. Buy yeah. Me it's, it's like a nice way of like it's it's like a nicer way than saying like just Venmo me. <laughs> yeah. No. Money. Yeah. It's a nicer <laughs> way. Uh, yeah. It's interesting because I do think they're different audiences. Um, I think it's something that's worth maybe doing once in a while. The one thing that I'd say about the Patreon part that I like better. It's consistent. I think there's more value to your audience. Oh with yeah. It. I do oh, yeah. think people. There are some people, I mean, you know, like there's people that just love what you're doing and Mm -hmm. want to know every bits and pieces. And, you know, this gives them that opportunity to kind of have a sneak peek or behind the scenes uh, look. And that also goes really far when it comes to building a bigger audience, too, because word of mouth, that's everything. Yeah. Eventually that person that knows, oh, my gosh, I got to see the whole process and it was so cool. Like I could never do that. Um, I mean, I want to remind all of you. 
I know we're all artists and it seems, I don't want to say quote unquote easy, but it's second nature to us that we can paint oh, yeah. and draw and whatever. There are so many people out there that are in awe. That are oh, like, yeah. what? Like you're a freaking you that? unicorn. You can do that? Yeah. You're a unicorn <laughs> to them. They do other things I can't do. Oh, but yeah. But just so you know, like be proud of that. <laughs> yeah, break. I'm like, Matt. And it, Matt? Excel sheet. I'm like, what? I just use it as columns. Yeah. <laughs> what is that rose? So, no, yeah. yeah, you gotta remember, like, people are in awe of your creative process and, you know, kind of letting them in on that magic. Um, there's this artist, uh, writer that I follow, Amy McGee? McGee? I can't remember her name right now. Anyway, Inspired to Write is her handle. I've mentioned her podcast, I think, on here before, mm-hmm. but they have a podcast, but she's a writer. Um, and anyway, she, like, refers to the stuff that's not art as just, like, muggle shit <laughs> and I love that she's like so like everything else she's like I'm like everything else is magic that she's doing when she's like I have to go do muggle shit now and I love that like idea of like everything else so that you great. don't do is art is just like muggle oh. stuff and like if you are a Harry Potter fan I hope to god yeah. um so anyway I I like that idea and I'm trying to kind of embrace more of the like you know just this looking at my what I do as a day-to-day thing as being more magical because to a lot of people mm-hmm. it is um it is. and embracing even that. to myself I'm like oh my gosh I just did that <laughs> like yeah. maybe not in the moment but you know I've looked at ads that I've created and I, I mean seeing them like on a big billboard I'd be like oh yeah that was mine you know yeah it's sometimes you, you get you, and make sure you give yourself that space and uh, validation too yeah and y'all deserve it y'all deserve it and i think that that's what is what makes patreon exciting and worth it is when people is when you do kind of cultivate that sense of like magic around your work and you let people in on it and they're happy to then pay you for it so i hope this was a helpful episode yeah. explaining patreon and if you have any further questions about patreon and if you should get one uh definitely feel free to reach out to me at Julia Hagen underscore art or Aaron at Aaron Murr or at Jesso Girls. There's multiple ways to reach us. And we thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, stay tuned for next week. And if you know anyone at Blix, let us oh, know. Oh yeah. And if you know anyone at Blix, we want to we wanna be on their shelves. The PR team. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Have a good one, everyone. Talk soon. <laughs>